we're just going to start and it's going to be great. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm here with my friend, Decoria. Hey. <laughs> I guess we should address the elephant in the room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love a good elephant. Yeah. Uh, Valentine's Day is coming up. Yep, it sure is. This is actually coming out on Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day! Yeah, <laughs> woo! Yeah. Um, does Valentine's Day make you feel any type of way? Um, yeah. It definitely used to. Mm. Um, but I feel like this year with Valentine's Day, I have a different spin on it. Um, which is exciting. I'm actually looking forward to it. And Galentine's, yes. okay. Um, especially as a single person, yeah, you know, Valentine's Day puts a lot of pressure on you, but you can still have fun and be single. So yeah, yeah, I'm excited about that. And I also think that love is not exclusive to romantic relationships, Ooh, and good. we yeah. forget that so, so often. We just like throw the love of our friends to the side and like yeah. count it as not as important. But it's just like. Being loved by a person is important. It doesn't matter in what capacity. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's so good. Yeah. I've never thought about it that way. Um, but I do tend to minimize, like, the love that I receive from friends because I'm like, oh, they're my friends. They're going to love me, of course. But, no, I've really, especially in this season, like, the love I've received from my community and the friends around me mm. has validated me and made me feel just so valued and I appreciate that so much that like I think that is why this year for Valentine's Day I am looking forward to it because I have genuine love around me um so yeah it's so good I'm so glad for <laughs> a great community around me yeah yeah I I feel like Valentine's Day used to make me feel some type of way when I didn't have that like special person right, right. but yeah now I mean it's just another another day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm happy that we have ways to like reclaim it and celebrate our friends. That's so good. Yeah. 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 Galentine's, you know, I think especially the culture we're in, they just romanticize everything, mm -hmm. which is great. Like yeah. if you are in a great relationship, I'm so happy for you. That's awesome. Um but it tends, like, especially for me, I know I felt those feelings of, like, loneliness and sadness and, like, all the negative emotions because I'm, like, oh, I don't have that. But you're so right. Like, take a look around you and the people that are around you that love you and value you. Like, you're not, you're not missing out. Like, you are participating in this day. And, like, honestly, it goes beyond Valentine's Day. Like, are the people that are showing you love on Valentine's Day, do they show you that same love every, every other day? Like, yeah. so good to take a look around your community and see, okay, is this just a today thing? Or are these people truly, like, on my team? Yeah. yeah. A question that just came to mind is, do you think that we tend to look closer at romantic relationships because they feel more secure? Ooh. That's good. Probably. Yeah, because yeah. a friend can leave at any time. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, in reality, like, a romantic partner can also leave at any time. Right, right. Um, but it's just 
it's a little bit different. I yeah, guess I know. it does feel more secure, especially if you are in a marriage. Exactly. Exactly. That's so good. I think so. Like, especially too with just the culture. Like we put so much emphasis on romantic relationships and we think, oh, this is like a contract. Like they're not going to leave me there because we're in this relationship together. But in reality, if we put that same energy into our friendships, you know, I don't know. It's just crazy because honestly, being single now mm-hmm. um, and having these like friendships around me, it just shows me how wrong I've been, I guess, and like placing the emphasis on when I was in a relationship, mm-hmm. like, oh, my friends, they'll be here, you know, whatever. But I wasn't really putting that energy into my friendship, as much energy into my friendships as I was into my relationship. But now I see, oh my goodness, I am nothing without my friends around me, like a supporting community, you know, like it's just friendships are just so important, really. Yeah. And I think like it's interesting because you have that contrast and I don't. I've always been single. And so I feel like maybe for people like me who are who are saying, well, I've always only (laughs) had my friends and I'm just I just want that person. Yeah. I think that we need to talk about like wanting that person. Yeah. Is so valid and yes fine. yes and that's okay yeah that's so good you know um because you know me being in a relationship before and having that contrast I still do want that too you know yeah. so um even though I have the contrast that is a very real thing and that's okay for you to want yeah I think that in the Christian community we get this idea of contentment so wrong mm, yeah like you can't want it Mm. and that's when you'll get it yeah and that's just bizarre to me (laughs) yeah yeah like what kind of god are we serving that's he's just waiting for us to not want something anymore and then he'll bring it right Like here's the gift you don't want exactly (laughs) no (laughs) yeah that's so good (laughs) yeah that that that's so good like i think for me too I'm like, okay, is this a bad thing that I want this? Like, so bad, but no, that's okay. But we just can't let that want, like, consume, Mm -hmm. you know, everything or everything. So, yeah, having that want and that desire, like, God has placed that on our heart for a desire for marriage or, you know. So, like, that's okay. Yeah. That we are validated in that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I want to echo that. God gives a desire for marriage because the enemy hates marriage. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, like there's no way that God's waiting for you to not want to be married exactly. to bring you your spouse. Exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so good. That's so good. I think um, especially a lot of people now, they're like, you just want it so bad and you're trying to put things into your own hands and, you know, whatever. And it's not that like you can want that, especially if God has placed that desire on your heart. And so. We can want that, but it's what we do in the waiting, you know, like until yeah. we get that. So, yeah, so good. <laughs> <laughs> do you have things that you're doing now that you feel are helping you with the waiting? Uh, Yeah, definitely. I feel like before in my waiting season, I was kind of filling these spaces with like, invaluable like things that just did not matter 
Um, but I feel like once I really leaned in, like with my relationship with Jesus and just leaning into my community and friends around me and their support, like I have learned the importance of using this time of waiting so much more like valuable. I don't know, like spending my time more wisely and like really leaning into God's word and just enjoying my friends, you know, like that's something that I've never really done. Just simply enjoying the company of friends. Mm-hmm. And honestly, enjoying the company of myself. Like, I just feel like, especially being in a long-term relationship, like, I never had time to myself. And just in this waiting season, understanding that time to yourself is okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because ultimately, when you get in that marriage, you're, I mean, obviously, (laughs) you're going to have alone time, but it's not, you're never going to be, like, alone again yeah yeah Yeah. I think I think that hit me the other day I was like oh my gosh like there's gonna be a time where I'm literally never gonna be alone again so enjoy this yeah (laughs) yeah what about you are you doing anything specifically now in the waiting um I mean I guess like the same stuff trying to trying to make my focus the Lord yeah because it's like I know I've never gone without something that I need and if I don't have it right now I don't need it right now and ultimately the purpose of marriage is still to glorify him yeah so if my focus is not him before like why would it magically shift and be him in the marriage especially like you've never been married before so it's like it is a a shock yeah that's so good I think too, like, like being completely honest, you know, like in my relationship before, like Christ wasn't at the center of the relationship. And like, I, I want that in my next relationship. And so in order to have that, that needs to be a habitual practice that I do now, you know, like I can't just think, oh, well, when my husband comes or when, you know, when we're married, then I'll make Christ the, my center focus, you know, like it needs to be your focus right now because I, and I also want that to be the center focus of whoever I meet in the future as well. So that together we can honor God together, you know? Yeah. So that's so good. Good point. So good. Yeah. So I feel like we talk about this a lot, <laughs> um, but <laughs> there's like a loss. I don't know. Like, Lost in translation. We just don't know what to do as far as putting yourself out there. <laughs> because, yeah, yeah. you know, we're both kind of like not apps girlies. No. <laughs> I can't get down with the apps. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. It's just not me. No. I know. I agree. Tried it. Yep. Mm, yeah. Mm-mm. Not my not my thing. And I just refuse to believe that God is like, well, you're not on the yep. apps. Whoops. I can't do anything. You're never going to meet your husband. Right. Also, <laughs> he who finds. Okay. First of all. Exactly. And this is not knocking anybody who has found their husband through Yes, 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 because yes. Because yes. we um, love you guys. We know you guys. Like, and <laughs> I'm so happy for you. <laughs> but I, I just don't think it's for me. And, like, that's, o- that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I struggled with that because I'm just like, oh my goodness, like I've seen so many great people meet great people through these apps. And then I started to feel like, okay, well, what's wrong with me that I am not feeling comfortable like using these apps? And 
like you said, like when you told me one day, like God is not like, well, sorry, if you're not going to use the app, you're never, <laughs> you're never going to meet your husband. So like, if there's, if anybody else, you know, feels that same way, like that, that's totally okay. Like there's not a one size fit all, you know, type of way. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have tips, write us. <laughs> no, seriously, <laughs> let a sister know. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll just be showing up, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm also not the type of person either that's like, hey, <laughs> it's me. Like, uh, that, that's that's not me. But maybe, hey, maybe that's something I need to work on. <laughs> mm, I don't know <laughs> about that. <laughs> If you know, you know. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. No. I mean, it, it's it's really so funny because um, I was in a relationship for so long, like, ever since I was, like, old enough to date until, like, recently. So I'm really out here, like, what am I doing? I don't even know what I'm doing. But I think, like, also for me, the unknown is very scary. Mm. Um, but I'm honestly like, like today, well, recently, um, a past my pastor said, you know, our pain. There's a purpose in our pain, and I think, yeah. obviously, not even I think I know that God ended that relationship because up until this point, like I had never truly like experienced any pain like this mm-hmm. and truly like through this pain that is what has caused me to really lean in and get closer to God and honestly like my life has been so blessed like truly just by leaning in and being obedient to his call and like I don't know if anybody you know if you're struggling with like making a decision of and you're stuck between like God and something else I say go with God, you know, like yeah. just that choice of leaning in and being obedient to God. He has not let me down. Yeah. And he won't. He sure won't. <laughs> um, yeah. I think that it was really great to hear him talk about pain and sorrow. Yeah. yeah. Suffering rather. Yeah. Um, I think that we don't call out what's real enough. Like yeah. he was saying, yeah. like we are real people who have gone through real things and so putting a band-aid over it and saying you know well that just yeah (laughs) you keep it pushing yeah yeah yes eventually but we need to acknowledge it that's good that's good I feel like I've always been the person that's like I'm fine it's fine everything's fine and then Mm -hmm. (laughs) inside I'm like oh my gosh I don't even know what I'm doing I'm like not okay obviously but you know it's so freeing to know that it is okay to not be okay, mm-hmm. but it's not okay to stay there. You know, yeah. like we have to expose those things because until we truly bring those things to the surface and to God, we're stuck, you know? And like, it, it is very painful to like bring those like hurtful things that have happened to you in the past up, but you will never experience true healing and true freedom until you, you really lean in and give it to God truly. Yeah, and I can say that the people that I've admired in life, those people tend to be the people who have spoken about their pain and not the ones who just show up like everything is perfect. Yeah. Rainbows and butterflies always. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. And honestly, 
our story goes beyond us, you know, like it's Mm, not about us, you know, like truly if I'm sitting here smiling, even though I know I'm going through something, sharing my story could help someone else. And Mm -hmm. so it's not about us truly, you know, it's not about how, oh my gosh, if I share this, what are they going to think of me? Mm Because we are literally human beings. We are imperfect people. And God literally uses our story to bless others and yeah. bring them closer to him. Yeah. So it's so it's so much bigger than us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We tend to get so inward focused. Yeah. Yeah. And it just hinders a lot. And I think there's a there is a good way to do self work without only focusing on yourself like obviously you need to take care of yourself so that you when you pour out yeah like it's meaningful Mm -hmm. and impactful but I think that if we if we're going around thinking that this life is about us like main character (laughs) yeah no sorry yeah you're not the main character yeah no that's so good and that's so good that you said that because I'm like, I'm not prideful. No, like I'm the furthest thing from prideful. But truly, when I break it down, I'm like, okay, yeah, you wanting to be perfect. You wanted to dot every I and cross every T. That is pride. Mm-hmm. Like you are, I am not perfect, you know, and I will never be. And if I keep striving for this perfection and, oh, I have to look this way for people to reach people, like that is not being authentic and that is not what God is calling us to do. Yeah. So, um, a word. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I really value authenticity, but I think that recently it's been hard for me to like be seen in process. Wow. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so good. Especially when you are walking with the Lord, like the refining process, it gets finer and finer. <laughs> yes. It sure does. And you're just like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like now that we got all or most of the big pieces out, there's just these little mm-hmm. details yeah. that need to be shifted. Yeah. And it's really uncomfortable for yourself but it's just also really uncomfortable to be a work in progress yeah (laughs) but it's like truly we all are yeah yeah no that's really good and I I think it's because we do have this like social media you know you put your best foot forward and everything is perfect and your life is this way and you've achieved this and blah 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 but we don't really get to see the real side of people a lot. So I feel like we have this pressure of like showing up always Mm, and like that you've arrived. Yeah. And that is just the furthest thing from the truth. You know, like, like I said, we all are a work in progress. And until we show that to people, you know, like, no, we're not going to reach people because our stories and our lives and the things that we go through, there's somebody else out there in the world that is going through it and could be, you know, touched by your story, you know? Yeah. I get it though. You know, no one is like, you want to, don't wear, want to wear a shirt that says work in progress, you know? Right. Um, especially like as a leader, you know, mm-hmm. in your community, it's tough because you feel like you do have to have everything together, but 
that is not what God is calling us to. He's literally yeah. just saying, trust me, walk with me, lean in, and day by day, you know, it's literally a journey. Yeah, we also talked about Paul. Yeah, yeah. Um, today <laughs> at church, and he's known as, you know, someone who's in the hall of faith, <laughs> but yeah. they would have never, like, Paul would never say that about himself. Yeah, yeah. He acknowledged his humanity throughout his whole lifetime. Exactly. I mean, he recognized the things that he was doing for God. He recognized how some of those things were extraordinary. Yeah, yeah. But he always knew that that in him was because of God. Yeah, so good. And I so think good. we just need, it goes back to you're not the main character. Like, yeah. Because take take the, if you're a believer, take the Holy Spirit out of you. Yeah. And play out your life. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> it's not going to work. <laughs> it's just not. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so good. I feel like Paul is my favorite right now, <laughs> honestly, um, because he'll admit he's like, I don't have it all together. Yeah. But like, I admire that in him because mm-hmm. it's very intimidating to try to, you know, walk in this Christian faith and like in your journey with God and you're like, Oh my gosh, all these people have it all together. And they know, like we literally, even the greatest people in the Bible, the disciples, like they were not perfect. Like literally they were not perfect. Yeah. We want to sing that God is the God of the hills and the valleys, but we never want to be in the valley. Oh, yikes. (laughs) (laughs) That is so good. That is so good. Yeah. Wow, that is good. Yeah. I sure don't want to be in the valley, but, you know, having been in the valley before, Mm -hmm. it's like, obviously, after you're getting through the valley, you can see, wow, God, like, I wouldn't be as close as I am to you today without going through that valley. Yeah. And your valley experience is not just for you. It's so much bigger than you. So when you make it through that valley, you can help someone else yeah. get through their valley as well. Yeah. I I feel like I have a tendency to push my friends out of my valley. Yeah. yeah. And try to go through it on my own. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it that just speaks to the fact of, you know, you not wanting to show people that you're a work in progress, yeah. which we all are, you yeah. know, and like it's pride. Yeah. <laughs> you know, is it, it just boils down to pride. Um, but you have a godly community around you for that reason. Yeah. Because we all go through valleys. Or if you haven't gone through a valley yet. It's coming. It's coming. And, yeah. like, not to say that in an ominous way. Yeah. But we all have our seasons, you know. And the whole point of having that godly community around you is so that you can support each other and uplift each other when you are going through the valley. Because just because maybe I'm on the hills right now and you're in the valley, there will be a time where it's flip-flopped. And you're going to be supporting me when I'm in the valley. So don't push your friends out, you know. Like, we're all in this together. And that's literally the purpose of having people around you that are God focused and God centered so that they can point you to the cross. Yeah. And I want to emphasize that. Yeah. Like God centered. Um, if that's where you're at, because not everyone, not everyone does have a space in your Valley. Oh my goodness. 
Yes, that is so good. Yeah. Um, so good. So good. Because there are some people who want to keep you there. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Because you're their entertainment. Listen, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you better speak. <laughs> and, yeah, like, wow. Make sure that if someone is in your valley, they also want you to get out. Yes. Yes. Seriously. Because there are people, unfortunately, in your lives, like you said, that don't want to see you at the hills, on the hilltop. And, yeah, bye. they're they're, <laughs> keep, they're keeping you around to make yeah, themselves feel good. Feel better, yeah. And that's not okay because God has so much more for you and you are not going to stay in the valley forever. Like, yeah. literally, there is purpose in your pain. Mm-hmm. There's purpose in your suffering. And that is not where you're going to stay. And that is why you need people around you that see that and can s- encourage you and speak the truth over you to help you through the valley, you yeah. know? Like, wow, that's so good, Jess. So good. I want to talk about dreaming. Okay. Like, not in your sleep, but just... <laughs> dreams yeah for yourself because mm-hmm. recently I I feel like I was asked a question well I didn't I don't, what am I saying I don't know <laughs> <laughs> recently I was asked okay if one thing could come true this year oh yeah yeah what what would that be for you and I was just like oh, I don't know yeah I felt like in that moment it was just so hard for me to dream big real and I don't I don't necessarily know all the reasons why yeah but I think that God wants us to dream big he does he definitely does and I think that it kind of speaks to our pride because when we dream big it's like we're not in control (laughs) you know yeah you know like if if we can dream small about something that we have control over that we know we can make it happen right right. you know like yeah we're like oh yeah I can a car cool I that's something that I can get you know awesome but like huge dreams that seem yeah you're like I don't see how this could happen so I'm not gonna exactly dream it up pride (laughs) okay yeah we love yeah we love pride no we don't (laughs) no but seriously like pride and like wanting control is honestly yes it's 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 real it's really big and it shows up in a lot of ways I think you we have a tendency to think that oh the people who are prideful are the people who show up and they're like look at me Mm -hmm. But there are so many different ways to be prideful. Exactly. And I recognized my grasp on control last year. And that was something that I gave to God and said, you know what? I I don't want to do that anymore. And honestly, control is an illusion. (laughs) Yeah. Because we don't, we're not in control of anything. Exactly. That's so good. Yeah. We're really not. Like, honestly, when I think I'm in control is when I feel the worst. Like, yes, it's it's really it's stressful because we're, we're literally not meant to be in control. But like recently, especially in the area of like waiting and like wanting a godly husband and like godly marriage someday, like that is an area where I have truly been like, OK, God, like I have been through the valley So I am like, and I feel like that is why (laughs) we go through valleys to be like, okay, God, I need you. Like, I cannot do this on my own. I'm letting go. And like, 
I'm trusting you because whatever you have for me has got to be better than, you know, the valleys that I've gone through. Yeah. So I feel like if you're wondering, oh, my gosh, I don't know why I'm going through this valley or why I keep going through, especially if you keep finding yourself in the same valley. Okay, what is the common denominator? Me and me trying to be in control of everything. So I feel like when we truly get to that point of, like, true surrender to God, Mm -hmm. then we can truly be like, okay, control is out the window. Control definitely (laughs) out the window. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. I, I wrote down a thought that I had on dreaming big. Let's see. I said, I love how God dreams bigger for us because through obedience, we end up in the places that we would have prayed to be if we had the capacity to think as big as him. Whoa. Read that one more time. Wow, that's awesome. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I said, I love how God dreams bigger for us because then through obedience, we end up in places that we we would have prayed for. What? I messed up. Okay, it's because I asked you to read it again. I'm I sorry. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I caught you off guard. Places that we would have prayed to be if we had the capacity to think as big as him. Wow, that's so good. Honestly, like as you're reading that, the thought came to me that it's like because we put a cap on God. Yeah. You know, it's like we say, God, you're great. You're you can move mountains, but do we really believe that? You know, like. Do if we really truly believed like the things that we sang or like the things that we read, we would be more comfortable with dreaming big if we truly believe that God is who he said he is. Yeah. So wow. That you know, that just busted my bubble. <laughs> <laughs> I think we believe it right after something big happens for us. That's good. We're like, That's Oh good. yeah, God is good. There's proof. <laughs> you know, like yeah. everybody at the Grammys believes in God. Oh okay. <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. That's so, that's good. Yeah. But I feel like if we truly believe the words that we read in the Bible, we would dream big because we're like, I know without a shadow of a doubt, my God can and will, and it might not happen the way. And like, honestly, if we, if we really like leaned in, like God will take our dreams even if we think we're dreaming big mm-hmm. his big is literally yeah unimaginable yeah you know so like imagine if we actually dream big and god just did his thing you know and like wow yeah you know like dream big Th- this is inspirational <laughs> <laughs> this That's is good yeah we're just inspiring ourselves yes <laughs> Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Because I, I mean, I know for me, you know, especially being a nurse, you know, in school, they literally teach us like smart goals, which are like specific, measurable, attainable, like all these things that like, I learned to like put a cap on things like I'm like, okay, well, if it's not attainable within X amount of time, then I'm not going to dream it. Mm. And so I do feel uncomfortable with like, dreaming outside of the box, because And I guess it's that pride. Like, if I can't attain it myself, then I'm not going to dream it. But that is not 
what we should do. Like yeah. God can literally do immeasurably more than we yes. can ask or, or imagine. Think. Yeah, and like, y'all, <laughs> I have a very vivid imagination. <laughs> so that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy when you think about it like that. And it, it's so it's so funny because I see immeasurable immeasurably more all over the place. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, he can do immeasurably more. But then I'm sitting here like, oh, my gosh, he can do immeasurably more. Yeah, we don't even need the more. <laughs> like, look at the word immeasurably. immeasurably. What? It cannot be <laughs> measured. Like, what? The limit does not exist. It does not. And, like, that just blows my mind just in that. Like, more than we can ask or think. Like, literally, even what we ask, if that's a big ask, God can do immeasurably more than that. Like, wow. Yeah. So what are we sitting here holding back our dreams, scared to say them and believe them when he has the power to do immeasurably more? Yeah. Wow. That's good. And I'm so grateful that in that moment of me being like, well, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I had friends who said, no, Mm -mm. we're not going (laughs) to do that. What do you want to see for this year? Exactly. Yeah. Because, and that, and going back to like having that community, godly community, Mm -hmm. asterisk, (laughs) godly community around you that see the value in you. Yeah. That is so important because like we were talking about, there are people in your life that want you to stay in the valley and want you to believe that, okay, yeah, dream small. Like you can't, you know, like, you can't achieve that or whatever, but having the right people around you mm-hmm. will inspire you and encourage you and, and uplift you with the word and be like, no, Jess, God said you can do immeasurably more. And I believe that you can dream big. And with God on your side, you can achieve anything beyond what you ask or think by the power of God. Yeah. Like you are not limited because you have God on your side. Yeah. And I think that is why it is so important to have people around you to where you feel self-conscious or when the enemy literally tries to fill your head with doubt or make you think you're not good enough or make you feel all these things like you need somebody on your side to be like, um, nope, I rebuke that and fill you with the word and who God says you are like. That's so important. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> I know we talked about like having people in your life that might not want to see you grow or might not want to, you know, see you reach your full potential. Like how do you navigate exiting those friendships or like how do you go forward and like find a godly community? How would you say you found your community? I think that prayer that's good is the best way that you're going to find the people for you because I guess like God knows who you need. That's good. And so if you're just looking by your own standards, yeah. your own checklist, you're probably not going to find those people that God would have brought to you. That's good. Um and exiting the friendships that don't really need to stand anymore, I think that naturally happens. Good. When you're living the way that you're supposed to be living, you're doing the things that God is calling you to, those people 
probably naturally fall away. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. I think for me, I can definitely speak the same. And I think when I really leaned into obeying and like obedience to God, like when I said yes to him, you're so right. Like literally everything else was falling off that wasn't supposed to be. And honestly, just saying yes to God, he has truly led me. <laughs> like yeah. I can't, it's, it's so crazy to even think like, wow, imagine if I would have said yes to God so many years ago, like mm. where would I be, you know? But like he, the way he has blessed me and just over the past few months, you know, just by saying yes to him yeah, and the people that he has put in my life, like I'm honestly forever grateful and I just encourage anyone like leaning in and obeying God and saying yes to him can seem super scary, especially if you're holding on to something that you're like so scared to let go of because it's comfortable, you know, and you're scared of it's all, you know, you're familiar with it. And I know for a fact that if God is calling you to something, he's going to carry you through it and he's going to strengthen, strengthen you. And like we said before, he's going to do immeasurably more than you can ask or think. Yeah. So just I'm here to encourage, you know, you because I did it. You know, I, it was very scary to say goodbye <laughs> to some things that weren't serving me anymore. But my yes to Christ literally has been the best thing that I've ever done yeah. in my life. Yeah. Really. And I think that I used to struggle with different levels of friendship. I used to think, oh, everyone has to be a best friend. Yeah. Or it's fake. Yeah, that's good. And that's not true. You're so right. There's power and purpose Mm. in different levels of friendships. So good. And different levels have different access. Yep. That's so good. So good. And you need to be in prayer um, so that you can discern yeah who gets the access that's so good so good and that that definitely (laughs) is an area that I struggle with um because it's like you get full access you get full access and then I'm left and then I get hurt (laughs) exactly (laughs) I'm sad and I'm you know all the feelings because I've given everybody full access that it wasn't even supposed to have full access yeah so that that is definitely that's a good point and I think that just brings up the area of like boundaries, which is definitely a tough subject because I am not <laughs> good at that yet. But by the grace of God, like leaning in and praying and asking God to show me and to guide me um, of how certain friendships are supposed to look or the access that somebody should have, you know, to me and my energy in my life, like that is real, you yeah. know, because. I'm the same. <laughs> I thought everyone was supposed to be besties for life, but that that's not true. Yeah. That's good. That's really good. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> good point. Good talk. Yeah, that was so good. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. All right. Thank we you. We love you guys. We love Happy you. Valentine's Happy Valentine's Day. Day. <laughs>